Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Bronze. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, are you tired of shoveling snow yet? I know I kind of am. Same. Yeah. Uh, so, so, there's some good news that might make you smile. There's only 37 days till spring. Woohoo! And with that bit of good news, we'd like to discuss a sure sign of spring that's happening right now in Penn's Woods. Maple trees are being tapped and lines are being run in an effort to get ready for the freezing nights and the above freezing days that are needed to produce maple sap and eventually maple syrup. So without further ado, let's get into the show where we're talking about maple syrup. Maple syrup is only made in the northeastern part of the United States, and it's typically made from February to April. So you're probably wondering why only the northeastern part of the country? Well, maple trees grow all over the world, but it's only in the northeastern United States and Canada that we get the right climate to harvest the maple sap. So in the spring, we have many cold nights and warmer days, right? So the change in temperature allows for the sap to flow up and down the tree trunk, which allows harvesting of the sap. And although there's many types of maple trees, the sugar maple is the traditional species tapped for maple syrup production. As you can probably guess by the name, the sap of the sugar maple contains more sugar than the sap of any other maples. So maybe you're wondering how the sap is actually harvested. Maybe you've driven by trees that are being tapped. Uh, but there's a bit of a process. So you're going to look for trees, maple trees, that are 30 to 40 years of age. And uh, each tree can support between one and three taps. That's the rule of thumb, depending on the diameter of the trunk. And the average maple tree will produce between 9 and 13 gallons of sap per season. And then once the sap is collected, it's filtered through a clean cloth or paper filter to collect debris. And those bigger scale operations are using something called reverse osmosis to remove the impurities. Then you're going to store the sap in larger tanks or coolers, whatever you have available. Bigger operations again, they're going to use the larger tanks. You're going to keep them cold somehow, hopefully the weather holds up. Uh, if not, there's refrigeration. That's going to keep the saps fresh and cool. And it usually takes about 40 gallons of sap to make one gallon of finished maple syrup. It's crazy. Yeah. While there's not a clear account of how maple syrup was first discovered, we know that long before European settlers arrived in the New World, Native Americans had discovered that sap from maple trees contained more sugar than other species. So during this era, Native Americans were collecting the sap and letting it freeze, and this would allow the sugar and water to separate, and that would speed up the boiling process for them. When it came to boiling the sap, Native Americans would heat up rocks and drop them into stone or wooden bowls filled with the sap, and eventually that made it into a syrup. Native Americans would even take it one step further and process the syrup into a sugar that could then be taken on longer journeys. Yeah, I can attest to that process. I also, uh, I will put my sap out and let it freeze overnight. Hopefully it stays cold enough to freeze and 
it does save a lot of time when you come to boil it. And they've also made the maple sugar. It is pretty good. Um, I'll use it in coffee. And uh, it does take a little bit longer to make and get to stand over the stove a little bit longer. But uh, it's a fun process. You ever have maple sugar? I have it. They'll bring some in. Okay, yeah, sounds good. So believe it or not, there's other types of syrup. Um, while most people believe that syrup can only be processed by collecting sap from sugar maples, you guessed it, uh, it can be produced by collecting it from other trees as well. And most of your maples, including the ones you're familiar with, the red, the black, the silver, the Norway, they all produce a sap that can be boiled into a syrup. It tastes similar, if not exactly like maple syrup that we all know and love. Uh, another Acer species, that's the maple species. Um, it's called box elder. It's a little bit different looking tree, kind of wiry. Um, you'll notice that in the woods. That, that tree can also be used to produce the sap and can be boiled down to the syrup. Birch trees. Uh, now your gray, your black, paper, yellow, and river birch, they can be tapped to use uh, for syrup as well. It's said to have a distinctive flavor. I've never tasted it myself. Have you? I haven't, but I'd actually like to try it. I really like birch beer and like birch hard candy. Yeah, like I said, it has the distinctive flavor and it also costs more than maple syrup. The reason for that is the energy consumption used to produce the syrup. Um, we said before there's the 40 to 1 ratio for maple syrup. Well, it's 110 to 1. In other words, you need 110 gallons of that sap to get one gallon of birch syrup. So that's kind of mind-blowing. That's a, that's a long process. So I'd like to make some birch syrup, but I think it's out of the question. I don't have the access to enough birch trees, nor do I have the time to boil it down. But you can order it online. You could probably find it locally somewhere. I'm sure somebody does it locally. Um, but on to other trees that can be tapped. Uh, believe it or not, there's several nut trees. The black walnut and the butternut can also be tapped. Um, I haven't had those either. Uh, but if you do have a tree nut allergy, it's said to stay away from those syrups just in case. So now you know there's other types of syrup. Um, how about other uses for maple syrup? Yeah, so I guess when you think of eating syrup, you probably often think of breakfast foods, you know, your pancakes, waffles. But besides pancakes and waffles, there's tons of other ways to enjoy it. You can make many varieties of hard candy. Um, it can also be used as ice cream topping. You can use it to make taffy. You can use it to make salad dressing. I actually have a really good maple vinaigrette that I got from a local place. Mm, cool. You can use it for fruit dip, and you can also mix it with butter to make maple butter. I've never tried that, but sounds pretty good. And of course, if you want to get a little more adventurous, they say it's even good mixed with baked beans or sautéed into vegetables. Uh, I think it was like a month or two ago, I actually used it on top of popcorn. Tried to boil it down. It takes a certain degree to get it there. Didn't quite get it there, but kids still like it. It's worth a shot. Yep. 
So let's talk a little bit about uh, local maple syrup. And if you're wondering where you could buy local maple syrup, there's actually a website, Northeastern Maple Syrup Producers Association. Uh, they have a website, pamaple.net. Uh, not all the local producers are there. Uh, you can visit local stores. Uh, some have them on the shelves for you to buy. Uh, but definitely buy local. Alright, well moving on, we do have a couple events taking place on the rail trail. They have walking Mondays at 10 a.m. every Monday in February. They also have trail yoga February 13th, which is this Saturday. And that's at 10 a.m. at the Uniondale Trailhead. Uh, there's also the winter tree hike with Jim Kessler on February 20th at Luciana Park Trailhead in Lanesboro. Definitely pre-register, check out their website or their Facebook, um, and they'll have more information there for you to register and, or a number to call uh, to find out more information. Well, I guess that does it for today's show. If you have questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. You can even suggest ideas for future shows. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbard saying, enjoy the outdoors.